everybody. Welcome to episode 32 of Let's Unpack That, the podcast that won't suddenly decide to start being anti-Semitic out of nowhere. This is, uh... God. <laughs> this is your host, uh, Cheval. This, yeah, it's been a weird couple of weeks. This is your host, Cheval, here with your, uh, other host, co- my co-host, uh, Cal. Hi, That's we're here to talk about Hello. Berserk. <laughs> A media, a media uh, analysis uh, podcast, um, critical analysis. We talk about everything here, but mostly Berserk. Um, usually we um, start with a lot of other stuff if you haven't been here before. So yeah, we will eventually talk about Berserk. A lot of Berserk today because mm-hmm. a lot of lore comes into it today. So I'm super excited because we learn a lot more about um, a dude we've only seen like twice so far, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once. Yeah. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah no, it, sh- it should be good. Sorry, I had to make, I had made that little comment at the beginning because, um, everybody knows about the Kanye West thing. He just decided, every all the NDAs, uh, came undone and they were like, yeah, actually he's admired Hitler for like a long time and, um, he loves Hitler and he's wanted to name an album after Hitler. <laughs> um, it's, it's been, yeah. it's been crazy seeing that shit. <sighs> And I know that's, like, a hard one for you, especially. Oh, like, I know you've, like, worked on it over the years. But like, I've been I've been done with him for a while, right? But then, like, every right. time he opens his mouth, I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, <laughs> Just back at it again. He back at it again. Who keeps putting a mic in front of him? Who who keeps asking him questions? Like, oh, it's, it's, just, it's just a lot. And then, like, it's just started a really weird wave of, like, I'm not going to lie, you guys are just unoriginal, like, very unoriginal anti-Semitic schools of thoughts, like, pi- popping yeah. up, being like, oh, you guys haven't heard this theory? Like, it's, and I hate it. So, yeah, just, just, um, I've been really fucking dreading the internet. I have not been, I've been on the Twitter to open it up and, like, tweet a few things, and I shut it, because it's just been hell the past yeah. <laughs> week. Um, a billionaire decided to buy it and then fire its entire staff. So that's been entertaining and also the most dreadful thing. Did you to see watch. how he was choosing who to fire from his coding people? How how many lines of code there? Yeah. That's yeah. Mm, <laughs> uh, and if you know anything, I used to be a computer science major. But here's the thing: you don't even need to know that. If you know anything about code, like if you know like. Have you have two percent of knowledge about Bare minimum. Yeah, you know that doesn't mean that means fucking nothing. <laughs> that literally doesn't mean anything. So that's that's what's going on at Twitter. Um, advertisers have pulled out. Somebody said somebody made a joke where they're like, "Wow, I've seen a lot less ads on Twitter ever since Elon Musk <laughs> took over. That's really cool. Good for him." But like, it's because advertisers are pulling out of deals because yeah. he was sharing articles about how. Um, Nancy Pelosi's husband is actually uh, oh, gay, and it was his gay lover that attacked him or something. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. there's some wild conspiracies about an old man getting the shit beat out of him when that's kind of all that happened. Um, it's just some old man gets his ass beat. That's all, that's all it is. They were looking for Nancy and blah, blah, blah. Okay, even if they were, like, like he got his ass beat. Why are we putting all these conspiracies? I mean, anyway... Yeah, no, it, it's so the guy who bought Twitter did that, so that's been fun to. Yeah, watch. he's a reliable person. <laughs> makes good cars and has good um, politics. 
ideas and opinions. Excellent okay. politics. Changing the entire verification system of Twitter the day before an election. Incredible um, things we're seeing here. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I keep forgetting the election is <laughs> Yeah, we actually we actually voted on Friday. Um, we were oh, like, we Friday. have to do it before we forget. Honestly, we were like, yeah, because well, we kept getting those texts. This is something really funny. So, um, Haley has been getting uh, Black Voters Matters texts, and for people, the context: my wife is white. Haley, she's she's not black, so <laughs> she keeps getting Black Voters Matter stuff like over and over and over. And they, and it's not like they're like, do this for Black people. Like it's literally like. We ha- it's like we have to do this for us for our like survival and stuff and like she'll show it to me because I get the same exact text right. so I think because we're married they like yeah. made some assumptions and they were like we should ask <laughs> hey, the Haley spelled kind of weird right yeah so it's been that's not a white way to spell Haley even though it's a very white way to spell Haley but yeah it's a very uh, white way to spell <laughs> So, yeah, it, eventually the pressure, not even the pressure got to us, but we were like, oh, that was like a good reminder. Let's just go do that. Because we're like down the street from where we vote from, which is not the case for everybody. So we're like, yeah, yeah. sure, we can just go there and do it. And we'll take, it took not even our whole lunch break. So we, we were pretty fortunate to be able to do that. I'm pretty sure our voting place is like miles away from us now. Because it got redistricted. Thanks, Denton. Um, also, oh, God. I, I don't believe in the voting system. Uh, hot Radical take thoughts. Hot, hot take podcast. What? Um, you mean voting? <laughs> you mean sometimes voting like doesn't matter? What? You mean it's not the... No, yeah, no. I... No. I, um, <laughs> for what it is worth to everybody, I do a lot of local community stuff and like I help out as much as I can in those spheres. Um, but voting itself to me is uh, not the be all end all. I'll, I'll, I'll put it mildly that way this time. But um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, like if you vote, I think that's good. I think if that's something you strongly believe in, you should do that. Unless you're white and over vote. the age of 60. Jesus Christ, yeah, don't vote. Um, <laughs> What are you doing? Listen uh, to this podcast. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elder discrimination on our podcast. Ageism. Ah. <laughs> um, no, but I don't know. It's something where I don't climb up people's butt about it because I myself am bad about doing it. Also, my ID is in like limbo right now, so I don't even know if I can technically. Yeah, I need to think about that. So, yeah, it, it's one yeah, of those things where like. Yeah. I I remember in college and stuff, people were like really like up in your up people's assholes about voting, right? They're like, you gotta you gotta vote, and like you know, there's all kinds of different like histories to people's like ability to vote and all that stuff like that. So people try to shame you with that too, which is kind of funny. But <laughs> I I don't know. It, it is kind of funny sometimes, like talking to some people and they are like, if you didn't vote, you can't complain about anything, which is like very um. It's a lot of baby thinking. Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. It's like, oh, you didn't vote in the election? Don't complain about anything to me ever again. That's just very, like... Yeah, especially because a lot of people can't vote. Like, well, they don't want to like, vote. I don't know. If we're going to go this route, like, you know, in Texas right now, as I just said, there is a lot of stuff that's happening to prevent people from voting. Yeah. Uh, 
almost everyone in our college town who is a college student cannot vote here anymore because they have to go to their hometown because it's like fucking Jesus times or whatever where you have to go home to like get counted or whatever the fuck. For yeah. The, I don't even know. And they made that um, worse within the past couple of years too. Yeah, it used to be yeah. so much easier to vote. When we were in college, it was so much easier to vote. Oh yeah, that's was to way easier to vote when we were yeah. in college. Um, but like now it's just like a mess and especially in Texas and in our district they've my district specifically they've really been working hard to do the doubles work so it's just like really hard to get to places uh when you get there there's always like people picketing outside not picketing but like you know doing their republican showboat thing outside which you're mm. not supposed to do and then they also um hand out like false shit so yeah. it's just really frustrating when people are like oh you have to vote and i'm like i I live in Texas, man. Like, I don't, like, we were one of the bluest, like, counties, and now we're not because of the way they split us up. So, like, yeah. I don't know. They redistrict, they gerrymander stuff. It's a lot of gerrymandering. Yeah. That's what um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, I've become very disillusioned with voting over the past few years, and I think it's a lot more important to focus on people because a lot of times when people are like, you need to go vote, I voted. I'm like, that's great. What else are you doing to help since you obviously feel strongly about, like, your... Yes. Like, where are you putting your money? Where are you, like, helping out? Who are you supporting? Are you doing, like, community care? Like, do you actually know the people that you live around? Like, Are you checking in with people? Are you, like, looking at stuff in your area? And either, even if you can't go, like, because you are physically disabled or you have, like, some other condition that prohibits you from going, are you, like, um, making sure you're spreading the news about it? Are you like in the know about what's going on. Answers usually people aren't or they don't know. So to me, it's more important to raise awareness about that right now because I think we've all got uh you should vote down pat. You know Yeah, they've like, been shoving that on us. And I'm sorry, after you vote in so many elections, how many times you kinda like, hmm, maybe there's more to this. Like like that's the thing, right? Like that's kinda I, where I was at. Yeah. It, it's like there is more to do and I feel like the messaging as we get older is always like more and more like vote. And if things don't work out, it's that's too bad. <laughs> and that's kind of, even though they can do things like just appoint people and they just circumvent any kind of voting you can do. And like, there's all kinds of tricks and bullshit to politics that it's not even like a, like a, like people like to make those kind of people out to be like, you know, tinfoil hat people like, Oh, there's people in politics, but no, it's true. Like they have, so many different loopholes just get around like oh cool you made your district blue that's great check out your governor and check out all his friends and check out um the federal government like there's so many things to just like it it is one of those things you can't get caught up in it to be like this is a fight you can't win it's just that like you can't you can't tell me going to the ballot box is the only way to like do anything about this which is a good segue into um (laughs) something else later but yeah 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 it's it's more about like knowing all of your options and not just beginning and ending up voting, you know, because like she all said, there's so many little <laughs> things that go on, like even in local government too, like our mayor. Oh, yeah. oh you want to know something funny? Sorry. I just, yes. yes. Um, the guy who opened the fucking crypto mine here in Denton is like <sighs> hemorrhaging money. Oh, I wonder why. Thinking so hard, and I'm just like, die. I hope your place burns down. 
Um, it's, it's almost like crypto is just, um, um, uh, it's like gambling with a new wig on and it's got new heels yeah. on. Like it, it's, 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 crypto is so fucking stupid. I'm glad. I'm glad that happened. I was laughing my fucking ass off when Sasha told me that because, of course, we knew it was going to happen. But he's been polluting fucking Denton for like a year now with all his like <sighs> offset. Ozone offset from his computers and shit. Taking so. all these fucking graphics cards away from gamers, fucking asshole. PC Master Ace is on your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's karma coming back because somebody wanted to play Apex Legends at 400 <laughs> FPS. You didn't let them, you fucking asshole. They really yeah. wanted to play Fortnite in like full 500K. In 8K with 60 <laughs> frames per second. Yeah, no, I. Anytime I hear anything about crypto recently, it's always like, I, I've had this, me and Haley had this argument with somebody the other, the other day, but like, um, <laughs> it's just money again, right? Which like, another yeah. another radical thought, money is kind of like, like I, if money we didn't, if we didn't have money, like we could work something else out. There's a lot of people who don't think that, but anyway, that was the money. argument that we were having. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Basically, they were like, well, everybody can get in at the ground floor. Crypto is so easy for everybody. And I was like, well, if you don't have a phone. And they're like, well, they're giving phones to people in Africa. And I was like, okay, so people in Africa are getting phones to buy crypto. Okay, so what if you can't afford it anymore? Like, what do you mean? Like, it, it kept going over and over to where I was like, only the people at the top are getting most of the crypto. That's how it works. Yeah. That's why Elon Musk owns so money much Bitcoin. <laughs> like, that's that's how money... It, it's just money again, right? It's just new money. money. It's just the money part... Too, right so so yeah it's just a dumb concept and they try to the thing i've seen is they try to like pitch it the idea to like minorities is like this is how you can build wealth now is like oh, if you take a bitcoin class like this is this is new so you can get in on the ground floor and your money can ha- your, your family can have money so go spend ten thousand dollars right now on bitcoin like uh. i mean that's not like artists with nfts right they were like you can get Ugh. in at this level and it's supporting independent artists because you don't have to go through someone else they're not cut from you and then what they're neglecting to tell you is that it's still a pyramid scheme like there's still someone at the top who is making more money and why it's not like directly a pyramid scheme because it's not like oh i'm making more money under me but yeah. also it is because it is value into your stock that you are promoting or blah 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 or like if you like sponsor an artist you know that if you buy that nft it's going to gain value or whatever i don't even know how that works you would necessarily because it doesn't work (laughs) like i read um part it was an article kind of it was this it was an excerpt from a book that i really want to read um but it was about how um this is very heavy, by the way. Sorry for like, <laughs> but um, it was about how um, some government agents basically used uh, crypto to track people who were doing child porn and had like these large child porn rings because the way crypto is pitched to people is like, oh, there's no trace or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, but there's constantly a trace because which, it's on it's on the blockchain, <laughs> like which right. which if you know anything about Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> The whole thing is blockchain, and like once you have access to that chain, you have access to like everyone's wallet on that chain, and so you can track their transactions and 
you can find entire caches of shit in like the black market and stuff. And I always think about that whenever people are talking about like how secure crypto is or how much like better than money mm. it is or whatever. And I'm like, bro, I'm just going to go put my money in a mattress again at this point. Like, and, now, and that's like, the thing, right? Like they're like, cause okay. Sorry. Adult talk or whatever. The, the, the country just raised the fucking interest rates. Right. So if you have, if you try to buy a house or if you have a credit card or whatever, your interest rates just went up again, right? For like the third or fourth or fifth time this past year, right? So here's the thing. Bitcoin people have been popping out of the woodworks every time this happens to go, well, this didn't happen with Bitcoin. This couldn't happen with Bitcoin because there's no banks involved. And it's like, okay, you act like at one point, like in the future, one of the motherfuckers that own most of the Bitcoin is going to be like, yo, charge is going up. I need y'all to get my shit up. <laughs> Uh, let's raise the let's raise the price of bitcoin like it's it's one of those things where it's just it's just so like deceitful and it's Mm -hmm. and it's also like sorry a lot of tech stuff is very like predatory right like a lot of it is very like you know we're gonna track you but we're not gonna track you i promise like wink wink nudge nudge so yeah like we we got you so it's just very weird to see it get more and more mainstream, especially when NFTs were taken off because it was just a bunch of money-hungry celebrities showing their audience that they really only care about money. And every other day, it was a new celebrity being like, get my NFT. This is such a new, cool art form. Like, they cared about art or something like that. So, I don't know. It's just nasty out there, man. It's like open pyramid schemes, dude. <laughs> it's fucking it insane. Really and also, I honestly think, like, people in America specifically know a lot more about it than people in other countries. Because uh, this happened, like, kind of, like, at the tail end of a lot of the, like, big uproar about NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they were just trying to get other people to do it. There is a um, Japanese fashion icon. Her name is Minori. Uh, she does a lot of, like, visual K. Not visual K. She does a lot of... Um, I cannot remember. It's it's a specific type of uh, fashion style that's like very theatrical in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, it's really cool. I followed her for years. She's always been a huge inspiration. And I saw that she was doing an NFT, and I was like, "Oh, that really sucks." Like, I really like Minori a lot, and she's like a very genuine person. So it's kind of like fucking sucks to see. And she got a lot of backlash on it, and people were like, but there were people who were like, hey, like, I know in Japan you guys don't know as much about this yet, but, like, this is what it is. And this is doing that. And her, when she moved to the politics, I, um... Wait, your mic sounds kind of off a little bit. Sorry. I think I was leaning back too far. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot better, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, she was talking about how, like, um, the way, like, the way it was pitched to her is just, like, a way for her to sell her art because people weren't buying from her store as much and she needs to make a living, you know? Yeah. She needs to be able to pay for her tickets. She needs to be able to pay for, like, all this other stuff because uh, she makes most of her shit, too. And mm-hmm. so, like, she needs to pay for supplies and stuff. But, um, and with COVID, sponsorships have gone down. She hasn't been able to make appearances, just like, all this stuff, you know? And she's like, if I like make an art book, will you guys buy it? And people are like, yeah, of course. Like we'll buy whatever you put out. Just don't do NFTs. <laughs> and there are a bunch of NFT bros who are in there and they were like, oh, people aren't going to follow through, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then she sold out in like 30 minutes when she put the art books out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just like, yeah. And that's the thing. If you're not in the tech circles, cause they, they know what fucking NFTs are in Japan, right? Like she was probably pitched yeah. to it, pitched it by her team. And she's yeah. like, sure, whatever. Like, it doesn't sound harmful because they probably pitched it to her or something that's not harmful. Yeah. And yeah, because that's the thing. What Square Enix, I think, 
I think one of those companies, they recently registered no. a trademark uh, that was related to Dino Crisis, um, a game we have not heard about in a while. Basically, long story short, it's Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. It's literally built on the same engine. It's an old school game. And people have really been wanting to come back. And they re-registered a trade... No, no, no. A different game that's tangentially related to that. Parasite Eve. So Parasite Eve, they registered a trademark related to that. And they're like, oh, they're bringing Parasite Eve back. That's great. Boom. Brought it back for NFTs. So they named something from Parasite Eve. Like, they took a name from that and named their NFT program after it. So basically, like, just made fans very upset. Like, they're like, dude, I thought a new game was coming. Like, you're wasting my time with NFTs. Uh... I think SNK had some NFT shit, and I think they're owned by like Saudi Arabia now or some shit. Like it's just yeah, all, are. it's all, it's all over the world. They're just really like, oh, all those crypto bros who've been in Africa for like six or seven years, just yeah, they're giving people fucking cell around and giving people cell phones so they can mine crypto for them. And I think yeah. Sasha sent us something the other day about how they're like using people in the Philippines as like avatars, um, yeah. using crypto. Like it's just nasty shit. So like. I don't know, if you're somebody who's listening to this and you own crypto or something and you just, like, don't really know what you're, ta- you're thinking about or, like, what it is, you're just like, oh, I'm just stacking money or whatever. Like, I'm just looking to it. Like, it, the people behind it aren't the best people. They they do just want to come out on top at the end. Like, that is what, they want to make a lot of money. It, it has nothing to do with everybody can access this and it's better right. than money. They just want to make money. Like, that's that's what it is. Like, at the end of the day... <laughs> Uh, it's another thing that's being couched in like progressive language or like language with buzzwords in it to make you mm. think like, oh, this could potentially be a good thing for me. The mm. thing is, they are pitching it to you very differently than they are pitching it to investors, right? Mm. Like they are pitching it to them as like, this is how we're going to make money. To you, it's more of like, this is how you can make money because you're poor and you can do this too. And you can, like you said, um, like with the black community, like you can get your power back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Establish your wealth. Generational like wealth, yeah. Right, like something. Jay Z said it's people. good. Yeah. Oh, Jay Z said it's great. Jay Z said it's good, so it's. We trust, we trust them. Oh fuck, Jay Z. Um, just right. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my forehead. God. Um, I. <laughs> I, I don't know. Thousands of subscribers. Then Cheval tattooed. Right, right here. No. Right um, here. Just for a thousand subscribers, you don't want to know what else happens after that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. So I think we're gonna make a Tumblr for the for the show probably, yeah. um, because Twitter, even if Twitter does like survive the next couple of weeks, right? It's just a different place now. Like you have yeah. developers coming out being like, "Get out now!" You have people who have been there for years being like, "You should just get out now!" Like. And I get it. I, I've seen a lot of people who gotten laid off recently who needed to find, like, writing jobs and stuff. I get that. Like, I get it if you, like, need it to find that kind of stuff, right? Like, there's freelancers and stuff who, like, need that shit to find that source. Try to find other places. Get your bone up on your fucking PR uh, inbox or something. Because, yeah, um, it's going to go to the shitter. Um, some of the details that have come out are, like, um, it might become a hotbed for a lot of illegal things because one of the things Musk wants to put in is, like, a pay-per-view thing that is akin to like only fans. I think, I think he's trying to act like we don't know what he's trying to do, but he's trying to basically put in only fans type of functions into Twitter, which I think is a terrible idea because Twitter is a lot bigger than only fans. Last time I checked and yeah. you cannot moderate that. You can't moderate that. You can't moderate what everybody's putting out there and what people are paying for. Um, you can pay $8 for a check mark. 
<laughs> oh my god. I that's how we got talking about it. I was like, how did we even start talking about election earlier? That to me is insane because I thought it was just like a, a maintain your status kind of thing. And then it was like, no, you yeah. can just like, it. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. For people who don't know. So um, this is something that Elon Musk thought would be a good idea. He first pitched this 20 bucks a month, which is um, already stupid. And then he pitched it for eight bucks a month, which is accepted now and is also stupid. But um, okay. yeah, it, Something that was free, by the way. You just need to actually just prove to Twitter that you were somebody of, like, notice, right? By the way, fuck you, Twitter, for never verifying me. I've been a journalist for, like, five years. Suck my dick. Um, <laughs> but Elon Musk said, why go through verification processes and have people check things? Um, no. Just pay $8 for it, um, no matter yeah. who you are. So a lot of people have been getting banned over the past few days who have check marks already because they changed their name to Elon Musk on there and, like, used the same profile picture as him and have been saying, like, I drink my own piss. Hey, remember when he's hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein? Or look at my failed business and all the cars that I have that explode. And they've been getting banned, right? But, like, that's the thing. This is the kind of shit they're trying to show him, like, this is the kind of shit you're going to have allowed on your website. There's somebody at my job who has a verified checkmark who changed their name to Elon Musk and is just posting wild shit. So... It's it's going in the shitter. I recommend if you are somebody who like if you just use it for entertainment, I recommend just switching to another like get your crack from yeah. somewhere else. Get it from Instagram or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like a lot of stuff that's on Twitter on other places now. Yeah. Like it used to be kind of like I mean it was funny because like for so long Twitter was just like regurgitated Tumblr shit, and in a lot of ways it still is. Like there are people who yeah. are having dis on Twitter that I had like eight years ago on Tumblr and I'm like we have a new generation again I guess I think it's more of a generally generational repeats I mean even the checkmark thing is funny because I remember when Tumblr took away our ability to edit posts in like a certain way because someone made a long essay and uh, edited over John John Green. John Green, um, okay, okay. The writer, because it was about, like, um, what was it? I Love the Taste of Cock, and it was, like, yeah. an essay. They wrote I remember about that. It. Funniest fucking shit in the world. Uh, and they got banned for it, but also, um, <laughs> they took away our ability to do that. And it was like, well, we had some laughs. Also, that was really funny, so it's okay. So it's, like, a worse version of that to me, where it's, like, here's this idea, and it's, like, oh, you're just bringing back, like, the ability to, like, pretend to be somebody and say the most whack shit yeah. you could possibly say. Which it's, is something. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be the bots. Verified bots is the thing. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a bot. Oh my god, there's going to be so many bots. So many bots yeah. are going to come back. Which is what he... By the way, it just just for context, for people who want to know why this whole thing happened, um, this is not like fiction, right? Um... Uh, sorry, um, scratch that. This is all alleged. Um, okay. So Elon Musk's wife left him. Uh, wife. Him and Grimes were never married. Grimes left him for... Um, ah, fuck. What's her name? Um, oh, fuck. Um, she was God damn it. She was in prison for a while. God damn Manning. it. Chelsea, yes, yes. Chelsea Manning. So Yes. So <laughs> they started dating, right? And I'm pretty sure that she left musk for her right and as a and, and for people who don't know chelsea manning is transgender so um he's been on like this rip on trans people for like a year now i would say 
um like and that's not an exaggeration like literally like a year has just been saying like the most wild shit about trans people and pronouns i guess it's like the new slur they have for trans people now um yeah just so it's boring yeah so um i think he went on a bender one night and somebody sent him a meme about how like a weed meme and that's why he pitched that much money it's like 44 billion for twitter i think right so that's yeah, why he pitched that much money was based on a meme. And basically he got too far into the process to the point where he couldn't back out. So it's one of those things where he was doing something as a joke. And because he's so out of touch, he didn't realize that like he signed a binding agreement, which is why he went to court with Twitter because right. they were like, no, you can't back out of this. Like you si- like no. you said you were going to try to buy us. So buy us, even though they, they didn't want him to buy them. Like they didn't, they were just like, no, you're, you want to do this so let's do this and then he just caved and bought it so he didn't even want to do this in the first place so that's where the platform is it's being run by somebody who didn't want to do this in the first place they they, they did it it's as a joke a good thing it's yeah. always a good thing to have someone like that running a platform yeah don't you love people who are doing their job and they fucking hate it don't they always do it the best isn't yeah i'm a really good no i'm fucking kidding if you're my <laughs> boss don't don't listen to my podcast though. no comment no comment <laughs> uh no uh yeah there's just there's so much with it um by the way if you do migrate to tumblr it's pretty easy to use but you do have to curate your own content i will say that um it's very different from tiktok twitter i know a lot of people have kind of like debriefed on this but like you will have to find someone you follow and then you'll probably find more people through them and then just like build a network that way yeah. Uh, the tag system works, which is incredible. Um, amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, they allow porn again, so there's that. Um, that's why you're on Twitter. Yeah. I, yeah. If you're using Twitter for porn... Um, uh, seek help. See, thank also. you. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, get, get help. Let's, Let's rock. rock. Anyways, we do, yes. we do actually focus on um, <laughs> what, what our podcast yeah. is about, which is yeah. berserk. Um, let me pull up last time. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna get into the recap with Cal, yes, and then he's gonna do the first chapter. Cool. Um, sweet. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right, I'll make that bigger. Um, and then, so we are on. As you can see, this is our very legal. Uh, website that I like to use um, yes. <laughs> whatever we're presenting on here. Hey, listen, um, we, ha- we have the books. I, I, I have, have it. it. I promise. I bought it. I own it. It's tabbed. You can see it. I need to go back there and retab some things, but yeah. Um, yeah see, we bought them. We paid Mira our dues, so yeah. it's a lot. Um, Put also the money can- directly on his grave. Exactly. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Right <laughs> on his grave. <laughs> um, but uh, last time, so we're on chapter 52. Yes. So 50 and 51 last time. Uh, sorry, I got to get my brain screwed back All in. Good. All like good. Splatoon. Yeah. Um, Talk about something else you like a lot. It's really hard to get back on track. Right, yeah. It's got a, it's bouncing around in my head. Um, so, oh yeah. Okay, so... Brief recap of last time. Um, if you are coming back in after not listening for a while, we used to do like longer recaps, but we have shortened it quite a bit in the past 
several that we've done. Um, get through it quicker. We can focus on the meat of other things. We don't want to waste your time. But if you want to know more about any of this, you can listen to our last episode, which is available on Anchor or wherever else you choose to listen. It's good, um, I promise. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good podcast. Yeah. If you're listening now, I hope you're enjoying it, even though we talked about Splatoon for God knows how long. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so currently we are on the uh, Save Griffith mission. So we're trying to get him out of like the depths of hell, wherever he's uh, <laughs> quarantined off right now. Um, and there's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Charlotte, the princess has joined us somewhere along the way. Uh, she's actually their like, um, informant on the inside. Um, and we get to meet her and she takes us to the like tower where Griffith is being held. And we learn that he's at like the very, very bottom of it. Like the, like I wasn't kidding. He's like in under the earth. Like several, like a mile under the ground right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, the princess helps the group like get through a couple of guards that come through. She walks them all the way up there. Uh, but she does insist on tagging along for the full like rescue, which nobody is like very happy about, including no. her. To be fair. Like she wants to do it to save Griffith, but she's like, I don't want to though. Also. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of mixed feelings going on. Uh, her handmaiden is also just like not fucking down with any of this, but she's very loyal and is tagging along. God bless you, Anna. God but, bless you. Um, yeah, and so they've entered the tower. Casca and Guts have had like a little tiff at some point, um, but we also uh, left off last time on a different scene in a cliffhanger where. Rickert was hanging back with the rest of the band of the Hawk who couldn't either go on the mission or who were recovering from being like attacked incessantly for like an entire year. There's a lot of wounded. There's a lot of sick people. Most of them aren't up to snuff for. Yeah. Um, not the best. Back, yeah. He's been hanging back with them and um, helping fix them up, keeping morale up, uh, doing whatever they need to do. But uh, as he's collecting some water, he happens to see something across the lake and uh, when it like comes closer, he realizes that it's an elf or a fairy. That's what they call fairies in Zergland, yeah. I guess. Um, but he, he's kind of like confounded and he's like, what the fuck is that doing here? <laughs> uh, but then he hears a bunch of noise back at the camp and he's like, oh fuck. Like we were just about to save Griffith. Why are we getting attacked right now? Like there's all this shit happening. And when we leave off at the last chapter, he is just, he just comes back to like devastation. Like it's completely pitch black. Uh, the camp's on fire. Uh, you can't see anybody. And uh, it was, it was quite the little cliffhanger. Um, yeah. All good for him. Yay. Yeah. He's having a good time. I promise. <laughs> um, but we uh, start back today on, if you're on the site, uh, Chapter 52, it's uh, the Festival's Eve Chapter 2. We get this really sick uh, Skull Knight panel, which Hell I yeah. just want to share with you. Because I can do that now. I can show you guys. I'll be like, like yeah. look at this sick shit. Look at looks, that guy. It looks Great. awesome. And my favorite so, part is his is the part at the top that looks like a crown, but it's like horns coming out of his head. Yeah, so it's really sick. sick. Yeah. It's like the bone like 
skull. I don't know. It's cool shit. Super cool. Um, I also like his like little spurs right here. <laughs> Whatever he's got yeah. going on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ricker comes back and it's just like absolute chaos. It's really quiet and he doesn't know where the fuck anyone is. Um, and he's like, did they like get out safely? Like, I don't, I don't see anybody. I don't see good guys. I don't see bad guys. I don't know what's going on. And um, here's something behind him. And he sees one of his comrades who's suspended in the air and he's telling Rickert to run. And he's like, obviously like paralyzed with fear. He doesn't know what to do. Um, and we happen to see um, a monstrous face start to come out of the darkness as well. Uh, this is a very cool scene in the anime, by the way, if you have not oh, watched gosh. that anime, it's really sick. Um, but uh, Rickard's obviously freaking out and we get a larger shot of this monster who is just uh, chomping on his friend. Um, and he is massive. Like, I don't have my thing at full screen, but uh, so I can read it easier. But he's it's a substantial monster. If you have been with us from the beginning, you probably recognize yeah. this guy also. Um, yeah. and if you don't, you should go back. Uh, go to back the to like, yeah, go back to the beginning. I don't even know what episode, but it was pretty close to the beginning. Yeah, it's it's one of the first arcs. It's like the second arc, I think. But yeah, um, yeah we yeah, literally we, know who this is. <laughs> we literally know this man. Um, and he's a piece of shit. So he's he's here. And I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, oh shit, it's <laughs> what's he doing back? Um, but you know, he's, he's having a good time chomping on this guy, just like slowly chewing him in front of, uh, Rickert, who is, uh, somehow not pissing himself. Yeah. Which is a um, but he is still scared shitless and he's like, this can't exist. Like, where is this coming from? Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then he looks behind him and he sees like almost this portal start to open up. And out of this portal just comes, like, all these, <laughs> all these like, bug demons. Um, there's several of them. I think some of them we will see more later. Um, yes, we do. We do see them later. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. But we do get a very sick shot of all of them. We got, like, a mantis guy. We got a rhino beetle. We got a spider. I think this guy's a flea. Right. So, um, so what this is, I think it's like the dung beetle, like rolling up a ball of like a, a ball of all of Rickard's comrades, like oh, all their so dead right. bodies. Is like it's like you know how like dung beetle. Yeah, so for people like if you're not watching this, like if you imagine like a dung beetle rolling a ball of shit, yeah, that's mm -hmm. basically what's it's going just on. Like a mound of corpses that are some of them are already like half eaten and like desiccated. Some of them are still full corpses that are just like screaming and like pain um but yeah you know what that's definitely what's going on i did not process that uh mira is not always good at conveying things but i'm also not yeah, always good it at took me it took me a couple reads yeah yeah i've read this a couple times so you would think but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just slow but um he's freaking out and the fairy that he saw earlier um is just kind of chilling up there she's very proud of herself we may have to censor this on youtube I'm not we sure. will definitely but, have to censor this yeah <laughs> At one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, she's chilling. She's very content and pleased with herself. Um, and she orders. I guess all the bug people are kind of on her side, and she orders them to uh, go after Rickert, who is still just like scared shitless, doesn't know what to do. It's kind of like when Guts faced off against Sod for the first time, and he literally yeah. could not move. 
is just the presence of fear is so overpowering. Yeah. And Rickard hasn't really had to deal with that before, so it's a new one for him. But luckily, um, our good buddy shows up, the Skull Knight, and he's <laughs> on his sick horse with um, this chest plate that I always forget is there. And then I see it. Does yeah. he have to? He has toe shoes on. I just realized that. Yes, yes. You can see it in the, <laughs> if you look at the title, chap, like the title page for the chapter, he has like little toe shoes on too. Yeah, he, so it's it's kind of sick. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows. But, um, you know, he pulls up and all the demons are kind of like, oh, shit. This is guy. <laughs> Literally, oh. they're like, fuck. They're like, oh, I don't, <laughs> but he's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, y'all withdraw. Don't be here. And they kind of hesitate, like, and the fairy's kind of, like, pouting a little bit. She's got her little fists clenched, and it's like, I don't want to. But um, he's like, you don't have the time for this. Um, you need to hurry. There's shit you have to do. And they're all just kind of like, yeah, I guess. Um, so they all kind of slink off. The fairy calls off the dudes and <laughs> off. She Not before, like, sticking her tongue out at the skull. <laughs> Like, fuck you, man. I was having a good time. But yeah. all of them leave. Um, everything's burning around Rickert and the Skull Knight. And the Skull Knight's kind of checking on him, like, uh, looking down at him. But, uh, Fucking terrifying Rickert, looking, by the way. Yeah. This isn't, like, yeah. a cool guy to look at. <laughs> no, he looks down at His eyes are glowing. He's got, like, fire, like, in the background. And Rickard just starts screaming, finally, which is a fair response, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I think he's fully entitled to do that. Um, he, you know, he's having a full-blown breakdown. He's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And he turns around, and, like, the Skull Knight's gone. And he's left with, like, this ball of his, like, comrades' bodies. And yeah. like... We were so fucking close. Like, Griffith was going to come back. They were so happy. Like, I don't know how this could have happened. And the Skull Knight is up on a tree somehow <laughs> with his horse. And yeah. he's kind of watching Rickert for a second. And then he's like, okay, uh, I got shit to do. And then <laughs> he uh, bounces off the tree with his horse and goes off into uh, the moonrise. So that Festival's is... Eve. The end of that chapter, which is a shorter one, but still a good one. I also just love this panel a lot. I think I used that in our recent announcement just because I was like, I yeah. like that one. Slash. Slash. It's a good, it's a good panel. It's, it's, and also like, there's a reason that chapter is a little shorter now that I think about it. Uh, all the monsters they showed us are actually like pretty important. Like they're not just they like, um, you know, like we said, one of the guys we've seen earlier, which we'll talk about him later. But um, some yeah, of the other guys we will see, like, further into the story. There's actually a character we saw just now that I was like, like, when I was reading the chapters, I was like, oh, that's when we saw them. I didn't realize we saw them this early. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no. So we'll go ahead and start the next chapter. Um, yeah. The Thousand Year Fiefdom, <laughs> where Guts and the crew are beginning to play a really weird round of Slay the Spire. Um, so, are you streaming so, here? Yes, I am. Okay, no problem. Okay. It's all good.
Let's see, I think it says you should be able to see it. Okay, cool. How do you hide I think if you hide your screen share, you mean or? Oh, like I have the I have it screen sharing. I I took mine off stream, so I'm looking yeah. at yours now. Yeah. Um, but I have like four windows at the bottom, so I didn't know if it could knock Craig's out. Right. So, um, if you right click and then do show non video participants, you can unclick that box and you can get rid of him. Okay. Cool. I just yeah. wasn't on your stream. Okay. No problem. There we go. I'm That's good now. Good. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. So. <laughs> We we have so we get back to the crew. So just to recap, right? It's it's guts, Casca, Judo, Pippin, and then Anna, who is um, Charlotte's uh, like assistant, basically, right? Like she's taking care <laughs> of her. Um, yeah, she's her handmaiden, I her think. Handmaiden. That that's what I was looking for, right? So they they caved last time. She threw a big fit, and you know she's coming into the tower with them. Which they're not going up; they're going down. They're going into the ground. Um, which we'll get a little more information on that, right? So, as they're walking, you know, the first thing that, you know, Gut says is, like, impressive. This goes a lot deeper than the part of the tower above ground. So they've they've already, like, like they walk in the tower and they're already, like, heading down, right? So we missed ground floor, whatever that looks like. And, um, you know, Charlotte's looking around. She's kind of shaking a little bit. There's, like, a lot of chains hanging around, clinking together. It's probably pretty windy in there because it's a deep-ass tunnel. Um, mm-hmm. but as she's walking by, um, one of the prisoners who's disfigured, like jumps and it's like a jump scare or something, um, through Ooga the bars, Booga. Ooga Booga, he's disfigured, um, uh, to which the handmaiden, you know, kind of grabs her and guts his, guts us too. Cause she like screamed. Right. And you know, they're like, are you okay, princess? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. And you know, guts teases her. He's like, yeah, maybe you should have waited anyway. Right. And Anna's like, no, but for real, we should have waited. And she's like. No, I need to see Griffith as soon as possible. And, you know, I can't quite stand right now. Can you help me out? And, you know, Guts is like, God damn it. These upper crust rich people, I can't stand them. So, you know, he goes ahead and offers her like a piggyback ride, right? And she's like, no, I couldn't. He's like, hey, get get on already or else, like, we're not going to be able to go. Like, it's not going to be as nice as a princess carriage, but it'll get us there, right? So she, she eventually hops on. And they continue, like, making their little downward spiral, right? And, you know, the whole time this is going on, Costa's kind of, like, keeping an eye on them. Because, um, just to recap, um, she kind of, like, let the let it loose to Guts that she really, really misses Griffith. Um, and she's still thinking about him, even though, you know, they shared a... They had sex and, you know, they're starting a relationship and stuff. So he's been kind of quiet since then. He's kind of tired of her shit. Which, understandable. <laughs> So, you know, eventually some, I can't tell who asks this, but eventually somebody's like, so how far down does this hole go anyway? And Charlotte says, you know, so we heard this from the king, but the underground prison was built after the time of Inquisition, and it goes down no further than about the death of the tower. So some of this I'm going to read verbatim because it's just explained a little better. Um, This is like lore stuff. So the hole existed long before the prison did, and... The depth is greater than any mountain in all of Midland. So nobody knows what's at the bottom of the hole. Um, but there is a story about why the place is called Midland. So it goes back about a thousand years ago when uh, the continent saw warring between small city-states and many different tribes. It was apparently about you know an age of rival warlords, right? So it was just war after war after war on which you know Guts comments and is like, 
doesn't really sound too much different from today and you know not really much progress and which you know i think that should be a sign right <laughs> and charlotte's like well but finally someone appeared who put an end to the age of warring um supreme king geyseric um g-a-i-s-e-r-i-c so uh, we're probably both going to pronounce it wrong if there's like a hardcore berserk fan that knows how to pronounce it if we're not saying it right sure let us know <laughs> yeah, send us the pronunciation so we can so we try <laughs> but yeah. there's a lot of shit in this fucking story so. yeah a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of different a lot of different like cultural mixing stuff too <laughs> just because mirror is like i, I like this <laughs> like ah i will put that in there and everyone's like okay man sure man that sounds good um, anyway. So, more about Prince Supreme King Geyseric. He was an emperor who was able to subjugate th- dozens of nations and establish an age-old empire encompassing this entire continent for the first and only time in history. No one knows what country he came from or when or, when or how he raised his army. No records whatsoever remain regarding his account prior to his arrival on this stage of history. Really fucking weird, um, but, you know... Um, Guts kind of remarks on the fact that it kind of sounds like Griffith. Because once again, nobody really, he was kind of a nobody and then just showed up with this army full of ragtag ass whooping kids, right? So, from the, mer- from the merciless and ruthless way of fighting the emperor would use against those enemies who opposed him, it seems he was given such names as Demon King and the King of Galloping Death. But there was one other reason for this. And she says verbatim whenever Emperor Guy went into battle, he would don a dreadful helmet shaped after a skull. And we get a good image of it. And I don't know if this is part of this helmet or not, but there's like some hair sticking out the back and stuff too. But, um, or it's like, you know, like the flare, I guess, on the helmet. But it, it looks pretty similar to Skull Knights, except it's got like kind of like a lion-like thing, like motif going on or something. It's kind of a stupid looking helmet the longer I look at it, but I'm not, <laughs> not going to... Yeah, we're not going to dwell on that too not long. not going to dwell on it too long. But yeah, he would go into battle with... Um, a skull-shaped helmet, right? To which Guts kind of remembers when he saw the Skull Knight for the first time, which, if you guys don't remember, was right after he left the Band of the Hawk one year ago. So he kind of just like has a little flashback, right? Nothing too intense. And he's like, no, it couldn't be, right? <laughs> and then, you know, as he says that, of course, Gito's like, oh, yeah, it's the fairy tale of the Skull King. And, you know, he used workers from all over the Empire and forced them to labor and you know, he lived in the most extravagant. Like, he just kind of continues the story for Charlotte, right? He, he kind of just continues the the tale. So the city ended up becoming a melting pot of feasting and pleasure, at least, you know, people think so. But then, and this is where things get kind of, like, weird, right? But God finally decided he couldn't condone the Skull King's uh, deeds and sent five angels, five angels, by lightning and great earthquakes. Uh, the city was erased from the face of the earth without a trace in the span of a night. So, just like that, the whole fucking thing was gone, right? So, but, you know, one one person remarks, it wasn't five angels, it was actually four of them. You know, if you remember the fairy tale, right? But what does the fairy tale like that have to do with this whole? So, Jido kind of finishes telling it. And Charlotte's like, well, it's not really a fairy tale. I mean, the city did exist. It's not entirely untrue. And apparently, the name of the city meant land of the Middle Nation. So, that's why we call this Midland, right? So... Background, yay! It's not named after Midland, hey. Texas. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so, you could do. <laughs> it's thank God it's not. Um, I know, right? <laughs> so Charlotte goes on to explain that the city fell into the ground um, eventually during the calamity. Like literally, basically, a hole opened up and fucking the entire thing fell into it. 
Um, and apparently it's still at the bottom of this tower that they're currently, you know, descending, right? So, you know, that's kind of like, it's kind of like that big, like, scary moment in a horror story. And it's like, and it's, in it, legend says that it's still at the bottom of this hole, right? And we kind of get, day. yeah, to this day, and we get like a deeper and deeper, like, look into the hole. And eventually you do see where, like, the prison stops and it's just like a bottomless hole, right? And, you know, Guts is like, is that true? And Charlotte's like, well, I mean, I, my history teacher told me, and I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what they told me. And, you know, after his death, the, tor- the territory became covered in a bunch of different countries, most of the ones that we know today. The emperor had no children, so there wasn't a direct line. So his whole, you know, lineage was wiped out during that. But, um, but it is said that even out of all those countries, the middle and the royal family is the only one that carries Geyserk's blood. So that's how they were able to decide, you know, who the royal people are and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So after all that time, um, Charlotte says they eventually started investigating the whole but nobody returned. So um, eventually that's why they put the tower there was to cover up the hole because they're like, this is just bad vibes. Like there's, there's nothing going on there. Let's just start a new. And which is kind of funny because now they put prisoners in there. Um, (laughs) So, you know, uh, Judo's like, wow, that's crazy. So that's a really fun history tour. And, you know, maybe we'll see some ghosts and, you know, that makes the princess, like, start, like, screaming, right? Because, I mean, she's a kid. She's really spooked right yeah. now. And, you know, Casca's been looking back the whole time, kind of, like, listening to the story and not really paying attention. So she just eats shit and walks directly into a wall. Um, <laughs> and which is, this is honestly one of my favorite panels from this chapter. Because she, she really just was not paying attention and just, like, conks her head on the wall. And she drops her torch, right? And <laughs> Gino's like, wow, that's a bummer. And, you know, Guts is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you not paying attention? And we follow the torch as it falls. And, you know, we see it kind of like light up the face of a ancient statue from like, I don't know, maybe a thousand years ago or something. Aww. And another building. Some st- A lot of things that look like a lot of Roman architecture. We'll talk about this in a minute, too. It's like very mm-hmm. like Greek Roman stuff. But, um when the torch hits the bottom, we see like piled up skeletons, old decrepit buildings and remnants of what was formerly known as Midland before the new Midland came to be. And as we zoom in on the corpses, we see that they all have the cor- the curse mark imprinted oh. into their foreheads. Spooky. Yay. So the, yeah. So the fairy tale was real, right? Which are we fucking surprised? There's goddamn demons in this thing. So, um, you know, as they're walking, Guts, like, hears something. He turns around and looks, and he thought he saw something, but he wasn't really sure. But then we see a familiar silhouette, if you've been reading along with this so far. It's uh, yeah. so, some, somebody oh that, yeah, Griffith's been spending a lot of time with this guy the past year. Um, but as they reach the bottom, you know, well, then they actually reach the bottom, right? So they see a door. There's no more stair steps going down. So this is, like, the very final jail, right? And we're like, this is it, right? Like, Griffith's been here at the bottom of the darkness for a whole year. You know, is, is what, you know, Casca's thinking as they approach the door. Charlotte immediately wants to get off of uh, her piggyback ride with Guts, and she sprints towards the door and starts knocking on it, starts yelling for Griffith, which I don't know what she thought that was going to do to uh, torture. Oh. He's he's being tortured. He's like, <laughs> he's like I, can't, I can't come to the door right now, honey. I'm too busy having my fingernails <laughs> ripped out. <laughs> 
incapacitated right now. <laughs> I'm just a little uh, out of order. So yeah, they they knock on the door and knock on the door and knock on the door, and you know, Casca kind of freezes up because this is a moment she's been thinking about for like a year, and it's here now, and they don't know what they're going to find on the other side of that door, right? So guts grabs her by the shoulder and lets her know it's going to be okay. So she whips out the keys, um, sticks the key in the lock, and they open the door. It's pitch black. They can't see shit, so she holds up the lantern. Um, and all they can really see is, like, you know, water dripping, just a couple of puddles of water. Um, Guts comments that it, like, smells stale in there. Like, it's just, like, rank, basically. And, you know, they, they kind of take a few steps in before anything really happens. Like, the entire group walks into the room before they can even see anything, right? And Costa's calling out for Griffith, like, hoping he's going to answer back or something. And, you know, Judo's like, I don't know, maybe he's in another cell. And, you know, Charlotte's arguing with him, like, no, he's here. It's the lowest level. This has to be it. And, you know, while they're arguing, Guts is looking around still. And he notices somebody's here. And on the ground is Griffith. Yeah. So he's just uh, got his family guy pose on, just passed the fuck out on the ground. Um, and that's where we will end off today with... Uh, you know, a look at a look at Griffith. Who I don't know. He might be fucking dead at this point. We don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a silhouette of somebody on the ground. So, yeah, uh, we we would read a third chapter if the third chapter today wouldn't also be chock full of plenty of things to analyze. But um, yeah, th- that was the second chapter for today, and uh, what's it called? Thousand Year Fiefdom. So I'm gonna go ahead and leave this on my favorite panel from. <laughs> the chapters you read today. Slash! Slash. A lot, of, lot to talk about in both chapters, honestly. Um, yeah. The way the the reveals with the monsters with, in the first chapter with um, Rickard, I, now looking back on it as somebody's like read further in, I, it's kind of cool to see how much of this miracle kind of like had planned out. Because right. this is like foreshadowing, right? And the first time you read this, it might come off as just like, oh, cool, ooky, kooky, spooky monsters. That's great. Like, I, I love monsters. I love flying um, elves that do evil shit. But um, what Cal was talking about, so one of the, the slug monster that we see is the king from, I think if you guys remember, way back when. Um, was he Count? Count. Yeah, he was the Count. Okay, yeah. cool. Sorry, I couldn't remember. I just wanted to check. No, for sure. He was the Count. And if you don't remember, it's when, you know, Guts showed up in the town, they were chopping people's heads off, and he was there to get more answers about the Behalit, right? So he was going to go after the Count. That's where he found um, the guy who was captured by the Count and tortured. The guy killed his wife, like, the Count killed his wife and everything, too. And um, eventually the Count killed him, too, rest in peace. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of color there, too, but there's that's the thing. Other, other monsters there in the future, like, they're there. It's not just, like, a throwaway monster, right? We see some of these guys, like, way later on after, you know, this next arc. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that that was pretty cool. I like that Mira, like, does plan ahead with a lot of his designs, because, like, the more I look back on certain things and, like, uh, the incoming scene that we are not too far away from now, which is kind of crazy, oh, actually... Um, yeah. but, right? Like, we've read yeah. a lot. Um, but, like, there's a lot of monsters in there that we start, like, seeing crop up, like, repeatedly or, like, in other places. Or, like, maybe they are kind of throwaways, but, like, you see, like, these repeated motifs and designs and stuff with yeah. 
lot of his monsters. And it's not just, like, typical, like, stereotype stuff, even though he definitely does do that. We'll get to the ableism in the next chapter in a second. Yeah. Um, like, we know... <laughs> it's Mira, coming back. <laughs> yeah, we know Mira likes to uh, make disfigured people as, like, a jump scare and stuff like that. We're fully, yeah. <laughs> we're fully he really, that. He really doesn't like people who don't have noses. I, I've noticed that. Yeah, Every disfigured like, person doesn't have a nose for some he's reason. like... That's scary, and it's like me. <laughs> like some people don't have fucking noses, dude. Like yeah, it's, it's like it'd be like that <laughs> sometimes. But anyways, um, I feel like I don't know because like a lot of the counts thing was like he was very hungry for power and he was very greedy in that sense, and so like obviously Mira does the thing where he's like, oh, he's fat, so he's greedy or whatever, and like kind yeah. of progresses that, but then there's also like. There's all these different mouths. There's, like, he has two faces. He has one that, like, he presents one, and then he has a very monstrous one, even though they're both fucking yeah. terrifying, you know? Yes. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, good imagery in it, too, even if it's side-by-side side with some shitty ones. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting to see that, and then I want to talk about the bug ones more, but we'll probably talk about that when they actually show up, show up yeah. later, because they, they do. They they're yeah. kind of crucial to a specific part, actually. So yeah. I don't want to go. They they have lore. Yeah, they have more background to them, actually. Um, I will say the beetle rolling up the corpses is fucking sick. I think that is one yeah. of my favorite like weird things that's happened because like part of it is like like rereading it. Part of his work could be like, where is everybody? Like, where did they go? Yeah. And then the big reveal is like, here they are. They're <laughs> like, in a ball. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they, the fact that they just leave the ball there too is even more terrifying. Like, what the fuck is yeah, he supposed to do? Like, like a fall apart or anything. <laughs> it's like a ball of corpses and blood and like yeah. God knows what else. Viscera, it's yeah. Probably like, a lot of excrement too because they're all dead, and it's just like uh, I cannot imagine dealing with that. But it, it's genuinely like terrifying, honestly. Yeah, there's. I really like uh, how the flea guy looks and how the mantis guy looks. I think those mm. are like two of my favorite designs. I, I always love spider people in general. I yeah. think they're fun. But like, because uh, I hate spiders and they're scary to me. But also, I think they're cool. The rare, the rare flea monster is always cool. I don't know that yeah. that one is pretty sick, especially because. I don't know, fleas, like on a con- as a concept, they're always been fucking freaky yeah. to me anyway. So perfect um yeah fleas and ticks are terrifying um can confirm as a hairstylist yeah oh god i can't even oh god jesus christ and used to be used to uh do dogs too so i did yeah Yeah. no i've had to pull ticks out of dogs before which is uh the scariest thing in the world because you don't want the head to break off but like um i think i've I've told you this story. I don't think I've told it on here, but one time I had a girl come in and I checked her hair, but it was really thick mm-hmm. and I had started to cut. And when I got to the nape of her neck, cause normally fleas hang out like kind of in this area, like they'll hang out at the nape a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I got to the nape of her neck and I saw something move and I was like, mm-hmm. and the no. thing is like, as a stylist, you legally cannot have someone with fleas or or anything in your salon lice that's what it was sorry it was lice um and she had a 
horrible case of lice. And I found out from her mom because I, I didn't want to, like, make a big deal out of it. So I pulled her mom aside and I was like, hey, like, I know I started this cut, but your daughter has, like, the worst case of lice I have ever seen in my yeah. life. Um, there's eggs. There's lice. They're everywhere. They're definitely alive. And she's like, we thought we got rid of all of them because uh, she had had it before. Shit. And they got them out of her hair but I think there was like some sheets they didn't get or something. Oh yeah, and yeah. Have to like almost like decontaminate like the entire room, and so Wash all they your just got again. yeah. They all back up in her hair. Um, it was uh, around Thanksgiving. That was when I worked at Great Clips, and I didn't want this little girl to like go home later. So I, it had been a long ass day, but I was like, I'm going to uh, get some like lice killer, like shampoo and remover. And then I'm going to come over to your house after my shift and fix this. Yeah. So I did. Like, they were really cool. They gave me, like, the dad worked for, like, a sausage <laughs> plant. And he gave me, like, this whole case of, like, jalapeno <laughs> sausage. And it was the best shit I've ever oh, had in my that shit is so good. Um, it was so good. It was, like, the shit they put in, like, um, those meal boxes or whatever when you, like, cook, like, Blue Apron or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Um, it was, like, good shit. And I was, like, hell yeah, bro. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that. Zach, Zach's always, like. You go do her hair again. <laughs> <laughs> we eat her jalapeno sausage. I dropped some lice we, off at the house. Um. Yeah, we literally had like because I did her hair a couple times after that, but like we literally had like sausage all winter because of that. Yeah, it's the most Texan shit ever. Yeah, it really was. It was very Texan. They paid me too, but he gave me the sausage. I was like, but you didn't even have to pay me. I'll just take. Yeah, this. I'll take the sausage, bro. No, like. For real. Okay, thank you. That just made this entire story a lot creepier. I'm yeah, gonna go ahead and say this is a lice. Lice are terrifying. Um, they are. They are terrifying. I mean, like all, all these bugs are generally terrifying. I mean, except like, yeah. like except like praying mantises, right? I feel like they look creepier than yeah. they actually are. I like like because we have weird. plants outside, so we see them all the time, and I think they're cute. But like, yeah, like I mean, yeah. the female ones like eat the ma- males afterwards, but there's a lot of bugs that do that, so it's not like. I found I found a dead one. I found a dead male like with his head ripped off on one of our plants one time, and I was like, "Well, at least you got laid, buddy." Like I was like, "Well, that sucks for you, dude." I mean, he went down doing what he loved, so yeah. you know it's all good. He didn't they're, know he would love it before, but like, what a way to they're go! They're human. They're listen. They're human males that would do that. So listen, yeah, it is. What it is. I the, the other. The other um, cool monster design, even though we have to censor it, is the is the she's a fairy, but she's like a moth, basically. Yeah, right? she's a lunar moth. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's what she's based off of. Yeah. I I think I've talked about this on here. I fucking hate moths. I have like a phobia of moths. Yeah. Uh, she does not quite lean far enough into that territory for me for me to be mm. like genuinely freaked the fuck out. But I hate their little feelers. I don't know why. They're just... I don't yeah. like them. Yeah. Um, it's the feelers. It's the... I hate how they... Like, they, we used to grow up with them all... I mean, they're all over the place here, right? And yeah, there's a lot. It's when there's a lot of them is when I... I can't deal when there's, like, 50 of them. I'm like, no, no, I gotta go. I can't I can't yeah. do this shit. I mean, I have another yeah. bug story for why I hate moths that much. But, yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Scary yeah, bug stories. Like, yeah, no, very... No, we definitely put a, bu- a bug warning in the <laughs> description. Yeah, uh, long story short, I saved a moth, and then when I went to check on it, it had laid a bunch of eggs, and I almost threw up. So yeah. that was my moth experience. 
experience. I was already scared of them. And I was trying to like, overcome it and be like, I can be normal. I can be like the normal weird person who likes bugs. And then that happened, and I was like, I hate moths. They're the worst thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, but I like this. This chick is actually like really important later, also. But yes. I love her little um, like arms, like her little appendages her little that poop. are crossed over. <laughs> Uh, it's like her regular arms and then she has like her little bug arms on like lower on her torso yes, that are also yeah. like and that just kind of kills me she's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah she's, she's got yeah she got the little tiny arms and if you watch like they're like there's a point where she's like crossing her arms and looking at him and her arms are kind of her like little arms are kind of doing the same thing it's it's a it's a cool design like like cal said we will see a lot more of it later um i like i said like when, I, when you read this the first time you're just like oh yeah cool monsters but Mm-hmm. yeah all of these guys are pretty important also like just the fear everything strikes into Rickert like mm-hmm. he says what the reader's thinking where he's like there's no way like we were so close like how did this even happen because for all we know like this is everybody like this was everybody but everybody who left right like this is right. that was everybody like Rickert is all they got left and whoever went into the tower if they make it out right so <laughs> it really is just like desperation and my favorite part is when it is just like it's just all pitch black because like i mean it's nighttime right and they had fires lighting everything up and that's kind of how you notice everything was wrong is like you went back and it's just black it's so like like it goes straight horror for a for a whole chapter which is kind of cool because like the skull knight doesn't even fight them he just kind of pulls up and he's like hey stop and they're like all right all right We'll see you later, or whatever, dickhead. We'll do our jobs, I guess. <laughs> Lock it. <laughs> like, oh, this narc. You better go. Yeah, this fucking loser. He thinks he's cool because he has toe shoes. And his, his stupid horse that can hop on trees like fucking, like it's fucking Elden Ring or something. Yeah, it's... Oh my god. Yeah, I... <laughs> I love Skull Knight, but, like, his first few appearances are so funny. Because we don't know who he is, right? Which we kind of got some insight into who he is um, from the fairy tale, uh, quote-unquote, that uh, was told in the Tower chapter. So it is fun to get some lore on him. But, like, part of it is, like, it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, it's similar to Griffith's story. But it's also, like, it's like a prophecy filling itself again, right? It's like, what happened? Like, what made... Like this, like what made the the God Hand come in? Because that's what it was. It's the God Hand, right? They said four angels came in. Oh no, they said five. Sorry, we actually meant four angels came through, and yeah. <laughs> and you know destroyed the place, right? Which is you know we've seen we we haven't seen them in a long time. It's been like yeah, it's been a hot second. Been, well, no, that's not true because we saw them when Griffith was having his hallucination. Yes, moment. that's the last time um, we saw them. Yeah couple chapters it was a very we didn't like actually see them to be fair but like Mm. it's been a while since we had like a full-blown conversation yeah yeah so basically we get this story that homeboy uh took over the entire like world basically or his entire land um he ruled everything with iron fist it sounds like he was pretty cruel it sounds like he like had a bunch of slaves and shit um but it was to make like his lifestyle richer and to like pad his pockets and stuff right and eventually (laughs) they said it was god right but we know it was the god hand we don't know exactly what made it happen but the god hand came through and basically just demolished the place killed everyone sacrificed everyone and that's why we saw the curse marks on there right 
which right. yeah it's it's kind of insane because it's like yeah we've seen the story before right. <laughs> apparently so yeah so i'm assuming something happened with the city maybe there was some kind of uprising or something some shit. something happened with his family or something like, yeah yeah and he was like fuck no like i worked my ass off for this did not but like you know what i mean like i yeah, created yeah. all this thing I'm going to hold on to it. And then the God hand showed up and was like, Hey, you want to do this? And he's like, fuck yeah, dude, I've killed mm. people. I don't give a shit. I don't think it was a hard choice for him. Honestly. Yeah. I think he was just like, <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't a hard choice. I wonder, I do wonder though, if they offered him the chance to be a part of the God hand. That's like, one, that's like I what I wonder if like, because what if he did become one and he left or something or right. like he defected? He has like a vendetta against them, kind of. And yeah. like he and Zod are both like at odds constantly, and they're obviously kind of on like a different level from a lot of like from even like the Count and stuff. Yeah, but right. like that's my thing is I just want to know like why did he do that if everything was like going his way? Like what right. actually happened? So like yeah. Rereading this story again, I really do feel like it was some kind of uprising or like something mm. was happening against him, like in his court or with his family. Like there was some yeah. like event where like things were not going according to plan, which was not what he was used to at that point. I feel like Skull Knights was probably kind of similar, but probably more from like a general's perspective because mm. it does seem like he was very much like military minded more strictly than Griffith trying to get into like the upper crust kind of thing. Yeah. Like he. Skull Knight just kind of bullied his way into it. He was like, yeah, no, yeah. He didn't play the game. He, he didn't. No. He wasn't sneaky about it either. It was literally no. just like, I'm going to whoop all of y'all's asses. And then he did. Yeah, he so. fucking over. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah. Because they're like, we didn't even know where he came from. He just like popped up and started like subjugating people. Yeah, he started just subjugating places. And, and that's what I like about Skull Knight's backstory, right? Is it's not like... I feel like a lot of times when you get... Sometimes you get characters like this, it's always like, he was a hero and he did this and he did that. But I do like that it's like, this guy was a fucking barbarian. So now it's just kind of up to you to decide what his role is in all this, right? Yeah. Because him, because he has like helped Guts out or like talked to him about things, right? Like he's like, or, or he just helped Rickard out. Rickard was about to get fucking eaten. And then he like, yeah. is like, hey, get out of here. So it, it, it <laughs> learning his story after seeing that is almost like, it's like, yeah. so what is his deal? Like he's obviously yeah. like a fucking brute. Like, but what caused him to come here, right? And it's cool, because none of the characters are able to connect. Like, Guts is kind of connecting it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know, like, you know, about no, curse marks or anything, or bad yeah. hey, yet. He doesn't know yet, right? Like, we know he knows later, but not right now. So, yeah. it's kind of cool, because it's still this air of mystery, because for them, it's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, yeah. how are these things related? <laughs> <laughs> right, what the fuck happened? Yeah. But- yeah, and then, like, I don't know. It's also just so interesting, like, going from people like Guts who have, like, the barest minimum of, like, context, right? He's like, I've seen a guy who has a skull head. Mm-hmm. And also, this sounds like Griffith. That's kind of mm-hmm. weird. That's kind of weird, man. And then we cut to Ricker, who's just like, what the fuck is going on? like, <laughs> <laughs> my fucking life. I'm having a panic attack. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's just like... Yeah meltdown which is completely fair because he has no context um yeah but he didn't have context for anything he's just like freaking out and uh who can blame him honestly i feel like if you have zero context if you've never seen a monster in your fucking life outside of seeing zod in the distance because i don't think mm-hmm. he ever saw he zod wasn't up 
He wasn't he was there. Then, like he yeah. was, they were kind of like, "You hang back and do squire shit, Rickard. Like, don't you don't need to be like up front yeah. on this shit yet." And um, he saw Zod like fly out of the building, and he was kind of like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, is what that? is that? Yeah. <laughs> And like he, they got back and told him about it. He's like, "What the fuck are y'all talking yeah. about? It's like something that could scare guts? That's that's stupid. It's not I real. never heard of that. Yeah, it's fake. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> well, now he's heard um, of it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Just seeing him go through what like honestly, a good portion of the band went through like with Zod, like going through yeah. it now probably piecing that part together and realizing like oh shit yeah like, that wasn't know, a game oh they were not fucking around this was like yeah intense. he may have forgotten some of that story because it's been a minute that's been like a year or two years. years since that happened yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's been a while so that's the thing is like these events are spread out enough that and they start becoming more frequent enough that it is like what the hell is going on because like everybody saw Zod, but that, like you said, that was the last time they really saw any, like anybody besides like guts, right? Specifically, saw anything like that. Right. So it, it, it's kind of like it's almost like it's these two parts of the story that are starting to like intersect on each other even more and more, right? Like it's starting right. to eventually like be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. the monsters are bleeding into the story more and more because now we just have right. them attacking the whole. Because I remember reading this and being like, oh shit, they just killed the whole band. Were they even supposed to be here right. yet? Like it's. And now it's like, yeah, it's like, what's going on? Like, but you know, it's called Festival's Eve, and you know, you keep getting the right. clone night being like, some shit's about to go down, and that's all he does before he reads. Yeah, and he's like, excuses. Um, <laughs> Be I was not afraid. About that yeah. too, like when you were talking about him being like a barbarian, and then like all he does is speak in like fucking riddles, and it's like, why are you so? <laughs> fucking cryptic bro when did you become a philosopher like what happened which is which is so funny because um because this isn't a spoiler it would be like you know griffith becomes a part of the god hand like because we've seen him before right but like right griffith doesn't talk like that when he's a part of the god hand which makes all of this even funnier it almost makes you think like how long have some of these people been right in this demonic state, right? Like, we know that, like, we've not gotten confirmation that Skull King is at least, like, a thousand years old. Um, right. Uh, all the other members of the God Hand, we have no fucking idea how old they are. And they all talk in, like, these well, really cryptic... We do know that they have been around at least since his inception, because there were four of them. Right, okay. So they're, they're at least a thousand years old. They're at least uh, a thousand years old, yeah. Probably way older. Sorry, continue. Yeah. I was just yeah, no, about no, that. no, yeah, no, no. Good, good point. They're, they're at least a thousand years old. We have no idea, like, because that's the thing is when Griffith speaks when he's with them, he talks like everybody else in modern day in our story, right? Like he's not like, yeah. doth not be afraid or whatever the fuck. He's just like, right, kill them, execute them, get them out of here. Like he's he's just very yeah, like, his thine pants guts, you yeah. know, he's <laughs> like, fuck you, bro. Um, yeah. He's, no, he that but like it's <laughs> you know it's it's definitely very different that's a good point like because the count doesn't entirely talk like that either you know like no. he just talks like a dude so he was in um moth girl too you know yeah yeah it, so it kind of gets you thinking like is this just something that happens once every thousand years or something or like right and like we know that like they only come around like every so often and like i'm wondering if it's for like big events you know because um you'll have to cut this part moth girl mm. only 
sacrifice her parents, right? Like, mm-hmm. she didn't sacrifice the whole city or anything. It was two people. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's also, like, you know, greater risk, higher reward kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. he sacrificed the whole fucking city. Like, he sacrificed yeah. probably hundreds, if not thousands of people. They were probably waiting until he got, like, enough a of something. Amount. right? Yeah, like, a certain yeah. amount of, like... And this leads. I'll talk about this later when we get to something else. But that makes a lot of sense. So, so what it what it probably is is like, and this is and this is just us talking about like the stuff we just read, right? It's probably mm-hmm. the God hand, like is just watching somebody's journey, and then they kind of jump in at the right moment to give them a deal. Yeah, and it's kind of like a deal with the devil, but it's like a it's like monkey's paw kind of thing. Like it's like yeah. you'll get what you want, but it's not going to be exactly what you thought it was, right? So we don't know what they offered the Skull King. I'm really interested to know what they did because it's definitely a spin on whatever, like they actually told him. That's that's what he actually is now. He's like a messenger now or something. Like we don't know what he is. He does. He does something. I don't know. Yeah. He's he's out there doing shit. But <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. And like, if you think about like the count and stuff, like. His whole thing was just like, fuck my wife. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you're just like, I hate my wife, yeah. Me with Baphomet. <laughs> cheating she know me with the devil, bitch. What's wrong with you? Yeah, he, he just. Actually, he had his Elon Musk moment because. Uh... <laughs> oh my god. He had. He, the devil he caught the devil fucking his wife so he had to go hunt down the devil yeah basically yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah, him just killing the heretics just killing every person he didn't like i i do wonder because like and i feel like that's what i like about this series i don't think we'll ever get like for some of this right yeah full answers for all of them there's some of this stuff that like we've cut out some of it and we only can put together the pieces because we've watched like we've read some other stuff right but yeah there's some facts that we know we know that the egg leads people to places it will follow somebody basically i think the the god hand like tags an egg to somebody and it will just follow yeah. them like there's well, no way it'll leave them but yeah like yeah. i mean obviously the egg has to show up at some point for griffith again to trigger the apocalypse or whatever so yeah. we know that happens because he's femto yeah so it's like yeah, it's like the weird kind of um I forget what the term for it is, but where it just call, always comes back to you, like no matter yeah. what you do, like you can try to throw it away. Yes. And it's like, here it is. I'm back, bitch. And it's like, yeah. oh no, oh, where did you come from? Go away. <laughs> exactly. It's like where where did this come from? And I don't know, it's it's all very like I feel like that's what also makes this kind of scary, is like and Mir did this very well. Because we already know that we're we're reading up to an event. We don't know what happened. Because what we got at the, when we started this manga was a piece of Gus's story, and then we see that um, there was something more to the story, that something happened between him and Griffith, and now Griffith's part of the God Hand. So, right. n- so now we're just trying to like solve that mystery, and I feel like that's what kind of makes us funny, is like we're leading to that point, and it's kind of like the characters are also, like, they don't know. Like, we know, but they have no fucking idea that like yeah. there is a significant event about to happen so like it's it's kind of like a double like it's fate in two different ways like we can't we can't stop it they can't stop it it's just like fate itself and it's like yeah mirror wrote it and god hand have decided that this is what's right. this is what's gonna happen yeah 
Like, it will happen. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. it's set stone at this point. Which so. which is why I feel like it is weird. And for people who don't know, I think we talked about this before, but some people recommend you start um, Berserk at the beginning of Guts's life, where, he, like, it shows when he's born, right? And yeah. reading this, just more and more so, I fully disagree with that. Because it makes yeah. this hit harder. It's not a spoiler that that Griffith is a part of the God Hand. It's not, because you read it, you've read it already. Like, right. and that impact, I feel like, is lessened a lot if you're, like, reading up to this moment and you're like, what's going on? Like, no, you know what's going on already. You're just you wondering. Yeah, you right. don't want it to happen, and you're just wondering what's going on, right? Like, for all you know as the reader, because we haven't seen Casca in those early chapters, Casca could be dead. Like, we don't, we don't fucking know. So, yeah, no. Yeah, there's there's a lot. I will say, like, because I watched the anime without reading the manga itself first, and like, yeah. I think they like vaguely allude to, um, so because I think they skip most of the beginning part with guts yeah. and his whole like, haha. Like, it's mostly just the golden age, but like, we do get like a little glimpse of it where he's like femto or whatever, and like, I had cultural context, you know, so I was mm-hmm. just kind of like. I know he becomes something. I don't know what happens or, like, what it is or how bad it is even necessarily. Yeah. But then, like, leading up to it, you're just like, maybe he'll be okay. Maybe maybe he'll make a choice, you know? And, like, I think it's so much worse um, when you've read the whole manga. Like, you've read it from, like, the very, like, rough start to, like, up through the eclipse because the whole time you're like, I know this is inevitable, but there is still part of me yeah. where I'm like, maybe I'm getting psyched out. Yeah, or maybe I don't, I don't know exactly what happened. Maybe something else right. happened and we're trying to figure out. And, and I dread, you know, and it's yeah. so much more reading the manga, like, with that full context than it is when I was watching um, the anime. Because, like, I was still, like, fucking terrified. I was like, mm. I don't want any of this to happen. I know something's going to happen. I don't want it yeah. to now I'm like, I know what happens. Um, and I would rather die than watch it happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no way to avoid it. And it's kind of that inevitability that's like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. It makes it a lot more like poignant in a lot of ways. And a lot of what happens like during the actual eclipse, very uh, even more heavy. It makes, it makes it impactful because... When you see when you see guts like yelling at Griffith or whatever, and in those first few chapters when he when Griffith is femto, right? Like it it doesn't really you don't really feel anything because you don't know why he hates him. You just like feel this intense hatred, and you don't know why he's so mad. Like you have no idea. But then like when it's like we used to know each other, and then you like I mean here's the thing like like I said, um, Mira makes a great deal at reminding you that he becomes Fento. Like, like, like he always puts, like, sometimes it's the helmet in the background. Or right. the first chapter we see Griffith, I think, or one of the first chapters, he puts Femto's face behind him. Or when we meet Femto, he puts a side-by-side of them, right? So it's never like a, maybe it couldn't happen. It's just like, at night, it's just like a, okay, so you see this guy. What do you think? Like, let's just build all this emotion around it. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, what is going on? And you get to meet all these right. characters, get to meet all these people, and then as you reach whatever the fuck is going to happen at the eclipse, you're like, 
I don't want to know what happens because where did all these characters go? That was my first thought reading this is like, where did everybody go then? Because you got Pippin, you got you got Rickert, you got <laughs> you got uh, all these other yeah, fuckheads. Uh, uh, Corcus, Casca, you know, you don't see any of them. No, like, you don't see. Cool, like also in the future, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. In those early chapters, you really don't see them. And it, it kind of becomes alarming, right? You're like, what happened? Why does why is Guts have a gun arm now? Like, why why is he missing an eyeball? Like, it's so many different questions. And right. it's just like... Because that's the thing. Is, is, and this isn't like a unique to Berserk thing. Plenty of stories do this, right? Where they give you like a little bit of the end and then it's up to you to kind of like find out what happens, right? Like, that's just story writing, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a unique way of storytelling. But I feel like the way berserk does it is it's like it has to like kind of like like tap you on the head a little bit to be like hey remember remember like this this happens and well, it's happened before <laughs> right and i think part of the reason that like kind of does work well and in Mira's favor is because this is the world's longest flashback like this is not what is currently happening we know what's yeah. currently happening. guts is like this grizzled jaded like He's lost mm-hmm. all his friends, kind of person who's yeah. like, tell like a <laughs> fucking like ten year old to kill herself, you know? Like he's like, okay, <laughs> kill yourself, then. kid, do it. This yeah. world's this world's bad. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want it, then die. I guess. Die then, uh, and then he like walks away and he's crying, and you're like, what the fuck is going like, on with this? What's man? yeah? What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. And you see him like go from being a kid who was really jaded and like really protected to having a friend group to leaving that friend group to trying to grow as a person, which debatable that he actually does that at the time. We'll get yeah. to that we'll a lot more, but like, um, and then like, you know, he's going to fall into that despair again. So, you know, at some point, like any of that stability that you've watched him build is going to be taken yeah. away. It's gone. It's, it's gone really at some point. Yeah those beginning parts because it's so fucking long and like you only get clues like every like 10 chapters or so and it's like yeah. fucking 100 chapters long and so you're like oh shit fuck and then it's, you forget again and it's exactly. like fuck <laughs> you know? it's this nagging thing in the back of your mind right it's yeah. it's like because like you said it's the longest flashback in the world we're not in current day whatever like the, whatever is the most like current plot point in this timeline, we're not there. We're like way back here. We're like in like like this is where we started, and then we like went all the way back. <laughs> like yeah. it's like no, we we will go back to this point at some point. But yeah, yeah, and and you know we've both gotten to the point where we've been able to continue the story from there. But I feel like these early chapters with the band of the hawk and like all this god hand stuff is very mm-hmm. good because like. Part of it is that you are like waiting for the other shoe to drop. There's this sense of anxiety the whole time, like whether you've heard about what happened or whether you haven't. Like if you're just reading, you're like, okay, is this when everything goes wrong? Because that's the thing. There's been several fake outs. There's been like, oh, uh, Griffith kind of got hurt. Just kidding, he's fine. Or oh, the band of the hawk got cornered. What's gonna happen? Just kidding, they're fine. Oh. Yeah, it, it's there's so many different ways you can see like maybe this will happen this way, and then it just comes. It comes in a way you never expected. Like you don't expect guts to leave, like the band for a year. Like you didn't know that that happened, right? Like you're like, oh, he's gonna stay, right? and then he's like, nope, and you're like, nope. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go okay. swing his sword to rock for a year. Thanks, guts. Yeah. Appreciate it. Great, fucking job, loser. Guts. 
fucking mountains and cut some logs. I don't know. I had to find myself. <laughs> find myself under the waterfall. And it's like, Casca's like, what the fuck are you, what talking, are you about? talking about? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's great. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. <laughs> like, Let's go you. save that other guy fucking hate. And yeah. Yeah. Casca doesn't deserve any of this. And that's what's like kind of funny oh. about this, right? Is like, I-, I felt really bad for her because, like, and we'll see why, right? Like, spoiler alert. Yeah, Griffith's not good. Like, he's not doing well. Oh. Just a reminder, he's been being like, re- like continuously tortured for a year. He has not been out of this tower. He has not left. He didn't get to go on vacation. There wasn't any outside outside time. Like, so we don't know what's going on with him, right? So yeah. that's, that's kind of... like that small little monologue from our um, ableism friend who, like, he was like, oh, I cut all your, like, fucking tendons and yeah. I broke your fingers. Snipped your vocal I cords and, and yeah. And we got to see the fingernails after mm-hmm. they've been taken out. We're like, ah, that's thank you. Scary. Is this Attack Nasty. on Titan? Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember when the torture scene for that came out. Like, well, when people knew it was coming up in the anime, and I don't know how they did it in the anime because I actually stopped. I didn't watch the anime up to that point, which is only I think right. that was only like the second season. But I still remember when yeah, Attack on Titan. In, like college. Yeah, I stopped watching it. Well, it just took too fucking long to come out. Like, by the time it came out, I was disinterested. And I already read, like, way past where the season started. And then I kind of lost interest. But I still remember, yeah. like... Like, and that's... Like, and this, this still has to do with Berserk, right? And this is just kind of funny. Right. Like, what comes off as Edgelord stuff and what doesn't in these mangas? Because, like, yeah. I'm not saying... Don't get me twisted. Berserk is a heavy Edgelord. One of the Edgelordiest... Yeah comics ever um as we've talked about at length on here but like i remember reading the torture scene and if you don't know there's a torture scene in attack on titan where they're torturing this is it, it, it doesn't it's not a spoiler if you don't know they're torturing somebody they think might be a part of like why they're getting attacked or whatever right and it's like incredibly graphic in in the manga it's like like any like a lot of torture tactics i have to do like fingers and stuff like that. like it's very graphic yeah, and i the reason they those it it hurts <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's very very graphic and i just remember like reading that and people were being like this is like one of the toughest manga of all time but i just thought like they're like it's it's so like it's like un- like some people were like this is unnecessary which i was like yeah kind of but like there's so many things in that specific manga where they do just like extend the violence for the sake of being like we are a violent manga and I yeah. feel like sometimes Berserk does that, but then, like, once we get into the flow of, like, you know, Guts swings his sword and guys just explode, I feel like it stops going for, like, the edge lord fest for most of the stuff, and then at least is like, this is what the gore level is gonna be, but then, you know, Mir hits you in the face with some edge lord shit, like, five minutes later, so then it's like, okay, yeah, we're <laughs> I've never had a friend in my life, and you're like, okay, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, like, shut the, f- right, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Go hang out with your friends who are there for you and Puck. No, 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 no. You should leave them for a year and then wonder <laughs> where. I, 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 be I, like, I have stayed with my friends. <laughs> Did I make a mistake? <laughs> it's my fault. I don't think it's my. Is it my it's fault? Not, is it my I fault? Did I? That's my fault. Huh. I. 
the last thing I do want to talk about about these two chapters, we think we've pretty much ran them into the ground, but I do like how the second chapter, the one I took today, is like a like the horrors, like the the spooky story in the dark like vibe of it, right? Where it's like I, I like this dynamic. It's like a few, they're not having fun, right? Like they're on a mission to go save their friend. But it's like, it's almost some levity to give you some lore, because it's like oh, you guys ever heard about this? Like, like, yeah, this is what happened, and it's like this really scary story, right? Mm-hmm. But it's 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 one of those things where it's like, Mira tells you it is it's like this kind of spooky, but then when the reveal happens, that it's like, no, you're still in Berserk. Like, that all happened. That's not fake. Like, that right. is pretty accurate to what happened. It's like, it's like, it's, like, I don't know. It just gives like that, like, you're around a campfire trying to scare the shit out of your friends, except... Yeah the killer actually does pop up at the end of it. Like, it's kind of fucked up, right? right? Like, it's like, yeah. um, this scene always makes me think of, like, kind of, like, a Scooby-Doo scene or something. Yes. Because it's like, they're walking <laughs> along, and, like, one of the locals is, like, telling them a story, and they're like, oh, I heard this. And they're like, yeah, I mean, but, like, it's it was real. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, like, the whole, like, Casca dropping her torch and it, like, falling down. Like, yes. that scene where, first of all, I love scenes like that because it gives, like, a real sense of, like, how big the area there yeah. is, you know? Like yeah, because it's like, fallen fall. for a while. It doesn't yeah. hit the bottom. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, and they look down and they're like, oh, damn, that shit's deep. But you as the viewer get to, like, see the shit that's actually at the bottom, mm-hmm. you know? Because, and, like, it's always, like, kind of a very hokey scene to me, but I still like it a lot because it's, yeah. like, it's a scene builder, you know? Like, it really gives, like, a sense of, like, kind of gravitas to it but also kind of like a oh that was real okay so we're i kind of know what to expect out of this. yeah it lets because like we have that's what i like about this manga is like we're always operating with a little more information than the main characters are and this like keeps that going right like it's like okay this is their version of it and what they got and just so you know yes this did happen like and now it's up to you to figure out like what could have caused that or like read further to figure out what could have caused it right and, and it gives it yeah you like the further context clue of having the mark of sacrifice there too right like they don't know anything about that they're like yeah the city got like fucking smote and she's like yeah i don't know it's like an earthquake or some shit mm-hmm. like like this uh judo's telling like this grand story he's like the angels came down and they like decimated the <laughs> fucking city and fell to the ground and she's like yeah it was like a natural disaster i don't know what happened but mm-hmm. it like was actually here now it's gone and he's like I was telling a story, man. Like, yeah, right. he's like, okay, I was trying to have fun. But yeah, you're right, the curse mark thing. Because they, they don't know what the curse mark means. We barely right. know what it means at this point as a reader. We just know that, like, that is... Bad. It's bad. And, well, actually, no, we do know what it means. Because actually, the God Hand explained it to us uh, in the oh, first yeah. few chapters. They... Struggler. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that, was, that was... That was something, but... Yeah, yeah, the struggler, yeah. I, I, um, I don't know, man. It's... It's really well done, and like you said, it is hokey. I feel like that's what I like about it. Yeah. Is it is like kind of like tongue in cheek, and I feel like that's where this manga is like fun. Is like when I think about reading Berserk, I'm always like, oh, this is gonna be so depressing. But then when you read it, you get a lot of stuff like this, where it's like, yeah. no, it's not just dark and depressing, and everybody's getting murdered all the time. It's like there are a lot of fun like friend dynamics. Like, yes, there is a reason people draw fan art of the Band of the Hawk. They actually do have fun dialogue and have fun together. They're- and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a good dynamic around it, right? It's not just like a fake thing. It's not like a lot of sometimes when I see like fan art and stuff, where I'm like, these characters have never interacted. Why did you do that? But it's, it's like it's 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 like when they have like 
It's like when they have like uh, Persona characters that never meet each other because one of them like dies earlier, and they're like, "Yeah, they're best friends," and it's like, "No, they're not." They oh, it's like they really they not. didn't get to like, meet them. They died. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, it, I don't know. I I'll I'll depart on this note because I know you just started reading it. I've been thinking a lot about Chainsaw Man recently because um, a yeah. friend who. I, um, well, A, the anime is airing right now as of the time of recording this. And yes. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, there's good and bad, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, one of my friends, my Guilty Gear friends, he um, he's a big Berserk fan. And, like, I agree with him on a lot of stuff. Sometimes I'm like, that's silly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's silly. I don't think it was necessary, but whatever. You know, people have different opinions about this stuff. Yeah. But um, he started reading Chainsaw Man, and he really, really liked it a lot. And he's... <laughs> I love him very much, which is why I can clown on him. Um, but he he's like, is this a Berserk reference? And I'm like, it's not a fucking Berserk reference, man. Because, like, he's like, oh no, my it looks gosh. like it's an It's like sometimes. Sometimes it, like, sometimes it's, just, it's just, just kind of armor. Point. Yeah, it's not a Berserk reference. Is this also a fucking like, JoJo reference? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like on par with that, and it's not just him. I've seen like other people do this with Chainsaw Man too, where they're like, "Is this a Berserk reference?" And I'm like, "It's a gore manga." Yeah, like I don't know how else to like illustrate yeah. this. Movie. And like I think because Berserk is so well known for being gory, which we have talked about a lot on this podcast. Um, a lot of people like see it as like the be all end all for gore. And um I don't mm. entirely agree. It's a very violent manga, but like they're gorier mangas. Like, exactly. Yeah. And like I think Tall Man is like it's very visceral in a lot of ways, which is how I have described Berserk in the past, but it's still different. It's a very different tone to me, and a lot of the fights have a very different tone other than being like, Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. Um Instead of being like, yeah, yeah, instead of being like, oh, cool sword, it's like, oh, cool chainsaw, you know, like it's like, (laughs) I I just like fight scenes though and stuff, but like, in terms of like weird like body shit and gore, like I feel like uh, Dora Hidoro and like Die Dark have like outclassed like everything by miles because it's so casual, everything in it, and you're just like that's normal and she's like yeah it's normal and you're like okay <laughs> and then you just have to roll with it. you just yeah. have to live with it <laughs> yeah it's fucked up it's like that's normal and you're like okay and she's like this house is made of organs and you're like all right i love it. i love it. shit like that I, I feel like that's i i bought the first two volumes of chainsaw man um recently so i'm gonna start reading it um nice. i haven't i haven't broken into them yet but I love, I know you were talking about Dora Doro and stuff, which is where, like, I, I love stuff like that. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like when there's, like, H.R. Geiger shit, where it's like, this shit is fucked up, yeah. and that's just, that's just how it is. Like, it's not even, like, like yeah, yeah, I, I love horror or, like, gore stuff like that, or body horror stuff, and, right. like, it's I feel like... It's like funny, um... Because her work is fucking hilarious, and I don't know how to, like, fully explain it, because a lot of it's stupid, but it's also just, like, why is that fucking funny? Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) No, no, I I just think that that's funny that people consider, like, Berserk the goriest. I feel like, 
there's a difference between like just something being gory and something being like impactful. And I feel like some of the gore in Berserk is impactful because of what like the implications are. But I feel like if you're looking for straight gore, there are plenty of like, especially horror manga that do that like way, way better. Slash. Slash. Yeah, it was good two chapters today. We might try to get through a little bit more next time. We'll mm-hmm. see like how meaty the next couple chapters are. Because we normally try to do more, but sometimes uh, there's just a lot to go over. Like, I feel like the lore yeah. stuff today would have been way too much if we had like also included uh, seeing Griffith for the first time. It's just yeah. too many options to talk about. I, 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 was, I was like thinking of asking you about three chapters, and before I even texted you, I read the third one, and I was like, yeah, no, that's too much to talk about today. So... So yeah, I mean, yeah, just th- thanks for guys for, you know, coming through and listening. Um, thank you for dealing with the delay of the first video episode that's on my end. I am I am trying to get this whole video editing thing, like, under control, as well as, like, my life under control. So um, both of these episodes will be out this week. So if you're listening to this, um, the first video episode we did, which was the last episode, will probably be out as well. So if you want to go catch that one, go ahead. But thank you guys for being patient. We just want to keep this thing, like, going, honestly. It's not even, like... I was talking to Haley about it, and I'm trying to be, like, not beat myself up about, like, you know... Yeah. Over being consistent over, like, not enjoying what I do. So, you know, we just want to make sure we're ready to do the show when it's time to do the show instead of being like, all right, let's talk about Berserk. And when I am losing my fucking mind right now, so we appreciate you guys, you know, giving us space. Yeah, I mean, y'all both know we are mentally ill, the two of us, and yeah. several different flavors. So it's <laughs> just like, some days it's just not a recording day, and some days it's just not time for that kind of thing. And we really appreciate y'all's uh, continued patience and also understanding with that, because we want to make something y'all like. We don't want to put something out where it's obvious Cheval and I are both like pissed off about something, or like yeah. super depressed that day and have nothing to say, because like what's the point of doing something that day that's just gonna if you're not feeling good exactly yeah like yeah we want to keep it to episodes where we can talk passionately about things that we liked about the chapters and like be able to talk about stupid bullshit instead of like being really depressed about state of things the whole time so yeah yeah exactly we we just appreciate y'all you know just making space we're just like i said i don't because i don't want this to stop it's fun um yeah Sometimes when I'm super busy, it's the only time I really talk to Cal that much in a week. So yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, we we definitely want to keep this going. But thank you guys for always showing up. Um, you can always catch us at our email. We're unpacking it at gmail.com. Our um, Instagram unpack that at unpack that pod. Uh, our Twitter um, let's underscore unpack underscore it. Uh, we're gonna have a Tumblr soon, so we'll start plugging that instead. Yeah. Um, and we'll plug our YouTube yeah. whenever we start putting stuff up. Um, yes. We also want to make a Twitch channel. We've talked many times about wanting to stream stuff for y'all. Uh, Nashville and I play several games that the other play, but also yeah. we want to do just some fun bonus stuff, maybe some chill sessions. Some chill stuff. I have a couple of visual yeah. novels I've gotten recently, so we can always laugh at those. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And any any stuff like that. With the holidays coming up, too, it might be easier for us to just do a stream instead. So Yeah. yeah. We might do something like, I don't know. We might do something where um, if we get, like, a certain amount of, like, subscribers or followers, we'll, like, play a short game or something that you guys can vote on and uh, inflict upon us. So, <laughs> exactly. we'll figure it out. Yeah, torture, so, torture but, us in your own way. Exactly. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, torture us just like no. There yeah, exactly. No, not not like that. Not like that. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> oh gosh. But, um, we appreciate y'all as always once again, and we will see you next episode, which will hopefully be in two weeks. But yeah, should be in time. two weeks. But keep keep an eye on our social media. But yeah, catch you guys next time, and um, keep reading Berserk so you can keep up with us. Catch you later. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>